Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled Inner Healing. So, inner healing is the healing of the inside, the emotions, the mind connected to whatever it is that's causing continued feelings of hurt, disappointment, the feelings of trauma and not being able to release that. So it's important to experience inner healing and I'm going to briefly share about it. This is just a brief share of this topic. It can go uh, very deep. It can have very uh, various layers to it, but this is just sharing um, in a biblical sense of inner healing. So before a person can experience inner healing, It's very important to repent from sin, repent from anything that you have done that that's just in a place of sin, you know, Um, because what this does is it addresses whatever we can take onus for while we release it unto the Lord and we just allow him to cleanse us. This includes walking in forgiveness Forgiveness is very important. If you haven't heard the message on forgiveness, I encourage you to listen to this afterwards. It's very important to to heal from anything that is holding you back from moving forward. Um, this includes releasing the person from the from the hurt that they've done to you under the understanding the impact of sin. So we know that we've all fallen short, that we've all sinned. So we have to have that same grace that Jesus had for us. He died for everyone. He died for even the person who was going to offend you or hurt you. And so it's very important that we acknowledge that it's okay to feel disappointed. It's okay to even feel hurt from actions that were not right. But at the end of the day, we have to choose to release that person from the sinful actions that they did towards us. So this is that part of repenting because unforgiveness is sin. I know sometimes we might feel justified to be in a place of unforgiveness, but it's considered to be sin. And we want to repent from that by releasing the person who has wronged us. People may offend or hurt us, and it's going to happen, but we have to have that embedded grace in all situations so that we don't give the enemy a foothold to allow ongoing bitterness in our hearts. Before experience complete inner healing, it's also important that we are delivered from anything that has a hold on us. If you know that there's bondages still in your life, you're struggling with lust, you're, you're struggling with offense. You're struggling um, with anger, um, pride, whatever, perversion, whatever it is, deliverance is necessary because if you don't get delivered from these spirits that keep causing that struggle and pulling you back into that lifestyle, pulling you back into that thought life, then those struggles will surface and then cause something else to trigger an emotion of hurt, an emotion of whatever it is that caused you to not feel healed. So we have to get to a place where we're delivered from 
all of it, not this partial deliverance where we're no longer just doing certain things, but complete deliverance where there's no remnant of those struggles. And so, um, so there's layers to it. Some people just get delivered by renewing their minds, but we all should be repenting and renouncing ties that we've had to certain lifestyles, um, you know, witchcraft, any of that, false gods, any of that, um, lust or greed, renounce it, unforgiveness, getting to the place where you are letting the enemy know that you no longer idolize those things. Those things are no longer your gods and you're renouncing and repenting and starting that process of deliverance so you can be totally set free from any of that. Spiritual strongholds and oppressions, as I mentioned before, they can resurface later on. Things might seem so great, so healthy on the outside. This is why I talk about that inner healing, because on the outside, we might look like everything's okay. You might look like you're healed because you look happy or because things are going right for you. But if you can't get to the root of why you still feel a certain way and why you still act a certain way, then a lot of times there's some remnants of deliverance that needs to happen and so once you complete that deliverance you can start the the process of just healing through renewing your mind casting your cares in the Lord and just also receiving his unconditional love that he has for you knowing that he loves you no matter what is going on that love never changes so 1 John 1 9 If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So as I mentioned before, this repentance, this renouncing, confessing it to someone else, not necessarily feeling like you have to hold everything together. You you might be led to seek godly counsel or a professional counseling, someone you can talk to and just confess your sins and just put it out there and renounce it and say I'm done with that and when you get to that place where you're confessing it and you're releasing it then you're allowing God to now come in and truly cleanse you come in and and truly renew you that you're saying you no longer want to have a hold on that you no longer want to have any ties to that and so that starts through confessing acknowledging that's where you were that's the stronghold that had a hold on you but you're renouncing it you're confessing it you want to start that process of healing because in this in this text in first john 1 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful that's god god is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so the part is confessing and he forgives. So that's that part that, you know, when we give our, our lives to Christ and we turn to him, we confess our sins and he cleanses us. But a lot of times we, we confess and we hold on to it. We don't release it. And this is that bondage that stays on us. We confess our sins, but do we renounce our sins? Do we say, I no longer want any ties, any connections to that, that I break any attachment spiritual attachment to all of those things just list them out 
put the enemy on notice say I'm done with that and so all of those thoughts all of those things that had a hold on you renounce them confess them and allow God to cleanse you confessing hurt begins the process of inner healing acknowledging it sometimes people don't want to acknowledge that they're hurt for some uh, genders they think it's uh, not you know I'll just hypothetically just say if maybe a male you know doesn't feel like it's masculine to confess their feelings or their emotions they can stay in a place of bondage because they're not confessing they're not being real with how they're feeling at the moment at the moment that's that the enemy wants to lie to us to make us make us think that oh you don't have to address your emotions but then that becomes unemotionally healthy when you don't so don't allow the whole gender thing to cause you to not feel like you can express your emotion that you can say that that hurt me or these things cause me to feel like that because that is all healthy and society will have people thinking something's wrong with that but there's nothing wrong wrong with that everything is right about that because it's starting that process of inner healing that is a mature and humble way of addressing what's going on in your life in your emotions in your mind now when there's no exposure internal damage can surface later as I mentioned when we don't acknowledge that it's there then it resurfaces and this is when this is when we have the cycle of ongoing dysfunctional relationships or damaged relationships where people just keep getting in a cycle of broken relationships that don't last because they never addressed the unrepentant sin whether it was unforgiveness whether it was lust pride unforgiveness um uh bitterness I know I repeated unforgiveness again, but you can see that it's so important. I I really want to make it clear that we can't hold on to something and think that we're going to be healthy emotionally. And it might be hard, but with all you can do, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So just make sure you're acknowledging where you are with that. Okay, so Psalms 3418 The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So if you are brokenhearted, if your emotions are feeling a certain kind of way because you're just holding on to things that have happened years ago or just even recently and you feel brokenhearted every time you think about it, every time you're reminded of it. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So don't think you're alone. Don't think that God is far off somewhere. He is right there. He is near. He's right there. And so as we share with God, as we go to him in prayer, as we just trust him that he will heal us, he will help us through the process. We're not doing it in our own strength. He heals us. Remember that when we confess, He comes. He cleanses us. He's helping us every step of the way. So we just need to release. We need to release so that He can bring the newness in our lives so that we are healthy emotionally and mentally. Healing gives us grace towards ourselves regarding whatever the issue was. So whatever the issue was, 
now you can now you can now just receive God's grace and no longer con- condemn yourself or feel bad about it just receive God's grace and release understanding that if God forgives you it's now time to forgive yourself so that's going back to that condemnation if God forgives you forgive yourself and not beat yourself don't beat yourself up and thinking that you know um, that you should have done better and this and that of course as you you remember the saying when you know better you do better a lot of times when a, a person is in a place of darkness not knowing better they choose wrong decisions um, and, and, and actions and so we have to release ourselves from that and, and, and know that God's grace is, is new like we don't have to just stay at this place of thinking what we could have done differently now we can move forward and, under, and understand and receive God's love and grace when we made a decision to follow Christ and repent from sin the forgiveness of sin was not just for the past and it wasn't just for the past sins but it's also for the present and future sins so when we repent we we're we're re, we're repenting from from all of that but it's the important this is the part this is why I'm saying to do it presently to do it on a regular basis if you haven't heard the message repentance is a lifestyle I'll encourage you to listen to that because what that does is it frees you up from any bondage so you are keeping your you're keeping your spirit and your mind pure by repentance by speaking out and I'm not just talking about like saying you know I, I repent I'm talking about renouncing it confessing it and actually taking the initiative to turn away from whatever that was and start it the way God wants you to do it so that's that's that part that's going to help us to stay free and then also help us to be in a place of uh, healing you know that inner healing feeling healed feeling um, healthy emotionally and mentally and so if if this whatever the situation was involves someone else it's the process of rehearsing what Jesus said on the cross to those who came after him forgive them for they don't know for for Jesus was talked about to forgive them forgive those who were coming against him think about the you know if someone has done us wrong we should already be rehearsing that in our minds towards those individuals and those situations that keeps our heart very tender and in a place of forgiveness and and we should also just realize that God heals the heart and he heals the hearts of others as well so that they don't rehearse and do whatever it was that was dysfunctional. We want to make sure we're protecting our peace. There's a message on that as well. We, we want to protect our peace so that we can stay at a place emotionally healthy, not allowing toxicity, 
um, strife or whatever it is to invade our peace. We want to protect our peace. So in order to do that, we can't meditate on the offense, the disappointment or hurt. We have to meditate on God's word, whatever is good, whatever is of good, good report, noble, pure. Let's, we we want to meditate on those types of things so that we are keeping our thoughts clear and healthy. So whatever whatever thoughts take you to a place of negativity, we have to be reminded that that is not the will of God. That is Satan trying to get us bound, trying to, to pull a person back into that emotional state. When we meditate on who God is throughout the healing process, he will become bigger than whatever the hurt or disappointment was. We meditate on who he is. We meditate on his character. We meditate on what he did on the cross, his suffering, his death, all of that for us. We meditate on that. It, it, he just becomes so much bigger in the grand scheme of things. And we have so much of a gratefulness for what he has done. This is not to negate what happened, what disappointed you, but it's just to say that we have a God who loves us. He's such a sovereign God, and he wants us to walk in healing. He wants us to walk in newness and his grace and his love. He didn't just die for us to stay in a place of darkness or a place of feeling wounded. He, he died for our transgressions and the transgressions of others who could have potentially been blinded. Think about Saul before he became Paul. He was so blinded. He probably hurt so many people when he was living his life recklessly. But he was blinded by darkness in his heart. And that's how we have to see others when they're blinded by darkness in their heart. This will help you to release them. This will help you to release yourself from condemnation. Sometimes a person's flesh and weakness can blind them from making sound decisions. Release yourself from making that bad decision. Release yourself from whatever it was that caused um, the situation that you're now dealing with from a bad decision. And receive God's grace and love and say, you know what? You learned from that and now you know you're going to move forward and you're going to remain in a place of healing. You're going to remain in a place of positive thoughts, godly thoughts, God's grace, God's peace, God's love. And sometimes healing doesn't take place because of condemnation is taking root. So we want to make sure we're not condemning ourselves. Feeling of heaviness and guilt are our condemnation that that heaviness whenever that comes upon us we want to release it and give it over to God and say I am I am I am not condemned I'm a child of God Jesus died for my sins and and when you when you take that thought captive it won't take root it won't affect your emotions because you're taking it captive and you're putting it against the word of God and you're allowing God's word to have the final authority So these are some of the things to remember as we think about inner healing, being in a place of healing, that we have all fallen short. We want to acknowledge the hurt, sin, or disappointment. We want to forgive ourselves. We want to forgive others. 
We want to understand the consequences of the fallen nature and sin. We don't understand that we are oblivious to the way this world is. It's full of darkness. So we want to make sure we're understanding the fallen nature and sin. It comes in so many different types of, of you know, shapes and sizes or whatever. I'm, I'm calling it shapes and sizes, but just so many variations of it. So we don't want to be oblivious to it happening here on this earth. There's a lot of sin, a lot of darkness. So when we understand the nature of it, we'll realize that it's 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 all around us. It is all around us. And then we want to understand that God has a purpose through the hurt. There's a purpose through the pain, a purpose through the disappointment, the hurt to not just think about, oh, it, you know, woe is me. No, God is going to allow you to become a better version of you now that now that you've gone through it you can help somebody else get through their situation so there's purpose in it and hurt is not a green light to hurt others so I didn't touch on this much but it's important to know that just because you're hurt doesn't mean you have to respond and hurt and hurt somebody else because that's the cycle that happens in relationships or just in in interactions in general people hurt others because they're hurt they haven't dealt with whatever it is that disappointed them so we want to make sure we're not walking around wounded and wounding other people because we haven't addressed our own wounds and then it's also important to know that you're not alone God is with you and he wants your heart to be healed so in Psalms 34 18 it's a reminder that he's with us not alone. So I want to encourage you to be reminded of God's unconditional love and stay in a place of faith, stay in a place of peace, and stay near to God. Draw near to Him. Don't get to a place of pulling yourself away from fellowship with other believers don't get to a place where you're saying you're just taking this hiatus and this wilderness thing and no one is around you to speak life into you to pray with you that that's the enemy trying to pull people from the things of God and fellowship and prayer be reminded that God does bring people in our lives to help us through the process and it's a blessing it is a blessing so There is nothing impossible with God. God has a plan for us despite anything that has occurred. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message on inner healing. We thank you for reminding us of what it means to be healed emotionally and mentally and releasing whatever it is that has hindered us from moving forward, hindered us from being healthy in any kind of interactions or situations, Lord. And we thank you for reminding us of the importance of repentance and forgiveness and to be able to renounce, release, and take your cleansing, Lord, that you give us so freely receiving your love, your grace, Lord. We thank you for renewing our minds on the importance of doing that, helping us to be 
um, disciples who are using the word, believing the word, and trusting you through the process, drawing near to you through the process, Lord. So Lord, I thank you for healing anyone who's dealing with a broken heart, anyone who's dealing with um, trauma, unforgiveness, hurt, and they just can't release it, Lord. I ask you supernaturally, Lord, to uproot that in the name of Jesus any spirit of sadness that it gets uprooted that we release it and give it unto the Lord and that we take on your peace your joy your love in the name of Jesus Lord we give you the glory and honor in Jesus name we pray amen all right you all be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God